This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Reality was starting to set in, and I seriously was wondering if I would never get to see anything ever again. Becky Zarr shares her personal experiences as a healthcare provider and young mom with total vision loss. I remember saying to her, Mom, I'm not strong enough. I had hit my rock bottom. My mom replied back to me, You can do this because you have a little boy who needs you. The Blind Reality. New episodes every second Tuesday of the month. Download this AMI podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Double Tap Canada. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, this is Double Tap Canada with me, Stephen Scott. Uh, Sean Priest is over there somewhere. Hello. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Are you dancing? I am. You can't help but dance. This is great. I love this one. In fact, I I... think we should all shut up and just listen to the music. (laughs) I adore it. Do you know so, Mark Flanders here. Mark, how are you doing? You all I'm right? I'm good, you? I'm good. I thought we were going to play one of those little things that uh, the lovely lady tells us uh, how to get in touch and, and call in. And uh, Are we not doing that this lovely week? Lady. You're sending mixed messages. Welcome to, what? to Double Tap Canada, the you. show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Hey, there we go. That's it. You see, you don't expect me to remember all that, do you? Let's be honest about this. That means homework. And you know I'm against it, Mark. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, yes, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada with me, Stephen Scott, uh, Sean Priest, Mark Aflalo. Uh, this week, I- I'm going to surprise you guys because... Oh. Yeah, I'm going to talk all about... Well, you know we like to talk about hardware, right? We always talk about Amazon, we talk about Google, we talk about Apple, we talk about Microsoft. But this week, I'm going to talk about Facebook hardware. Mmm! Shocker! I know! We're going, to, we're going to change it up completely this week. Because, uh, let's just say I've been buying... Yeah. Yeah. If you That's understand better. any of that, then uh, do write in and tell us. Uh, but yes, we're going to be... <laughs> Listen, I'm Scottish and I'm still struggling with that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Facebook hardware we're going to talk about this week. Uh, so do get in touch with us because we're lots to talk about. Uh, and also, I've been buying a mug as well. A wonderful Just one? new mug. Just one. <laughs> and when I tell you the price, you'll know why. Um, yeah, it's uh, not the cheapest mug in the world, but I'm going to talk about this. I might be this mug, in fact, uh, for buying this, but yeah, I know. So we're going to get into that. Plus your feedback as well. Uh, of course, you can get in touch with us at any time. Uh, but uh, right now we are live on AMI-audio as you uh, listen to us uh, here on AMI-audio. Hello, if you're listening on the podcast. Well, we're not live because that's not how podcasts work. Uh, we'll send someone around if you're confused. Uh, but uh, let's get the phone number out, 844 844- Nine seven one nineteen ninety nine. I've had too much coffee okay? already. Can you tell? Eight four four nine seven one nineteen ninety nine is the number to call. Uh, you can call us live on air when we're here on AMI Audio, or you can leave us a voicemail when we're on podcast. Eight four four nine seven one nineteen ninety nine. Email. Uh, what is it this week? Feedback at ami.ca. Did I win a prize? You did win Spot a prize. On. That's Excellent. perfect. 
Uh, now you can text that number, you can email us, and uh, is that it? Have I covered everything? I feel I've forgotten something. No, is that it? Good. I think you're good. Oh, tweets. Yeah, I'll do. Oh, oh, about Twitter, don't we? Yeah, you can tweet at Double Tap Canada. Is that still right? It is. Excellent. I'm, I'm all over this stuff. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm all over it. Uh, right, so look, before I get into the Facebook stuff, I want to uh, I want to talk about something very serious, guys. Very serious thing here, because, um, look, there's a big election happening in the US, right? And I know there's lots of people who listen to this show in the US, and I want to speak to you directly here on the show this week, because you have a big decision to make, and um, I, I want to, you know, I don't want to push you in a particular direction, but I, I do want you to, to think carefully about the decision you're about to make, because it will change the world. And... Um, I, Nervous. I, I just want to say, you know, just, just to sort of give you some advice, some friendly advice from me to you. <clears throat> yeah, beautiful. Um, I want some friendly advice to give to you, and that is that I'd like you to do one thing for me this election day. <laughs> what on earth is that? What is that? <laughs> Just continue with the speech. I'm kind of worrying. I'm, I'm kind of worrying about your. You continue. I'm worried about your CD collection. If I'm perfectly honest, Mark. Um, <laughs> no, so okay, very serious here. So I'd like you to do one thing for me this election day, and that is vote for Donald Trump. I want you to vote for Donald got, Trump. Excuse me. Yeah, we I want got you to vote for Donald. Scratch sound effect there. I do. I do. I do. It's in my it's head. Too, I'll tell you that short. for sure. He's too short. No, I see. I'm, I'm being really How serious. How do I disconnect Stephen? No, listen, I'm being serious here. I want you to vote for Donald Trump. Now, I have reasons for this. There's got to be a selfish reason here, I'm sure. Yes. I, I, not at all. Not at all. Well, then you're done. I'm thinking of you're America. Fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Trump here. I'm thinking of Trump. I'm thinking of America Of course here. you are. <laughs> and I'm also thinking of Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, the reason I mention this is because Donald Trump has said that if he loses the election, he's not going to live in America anymore. He will move. Oh, I um, get this. <laughs> and he's mentioned in passing that he may want to move to um, Scotland. So, you know, I'm just saying, if, you know, you guys want to keep him in America, then I think you should vote for him because then he'll stay and then we'd have to deal with him in Scotland. That's all I'm saying. Please keep him. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Trump has done a tremendous job in uh, Scotland, and indeed for the Scotch, as I believe he calls them. Yes. For the well, he is partly Scottish, isn't he? That's the problem. Oh I mean, that's the reality. Uh, so, yes, he is. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just crazy, isn't it? I mean, you know, he's... Um, oh, I don't want to talk about election stuff, because I know that's all anyone is talking about. I see the headlines tomorrow, you know. Uh, Scottish radio host... Uh, promotes Donald <laughs> says, says vote, says for vote Trump. Trump. And somehow we're going to get looped reasons. in. Sean Priest and Marco Flalo stood by watching, yeah. <laughs> listening. Uh, Stephen Scott encouraged <laughs> listeners. Do you think that he'll uh, ban us on Twitter? Do you think we could get banned on Twitter from him? Or do you think we're going to be held up by the by Fox News tomorrow as uh, examples <laughs> of greatness? Exactly, that's exactly it. Your Excellent. audio clip will be played. Um, I know, I know. Uh, I'm sensing it now. I know, I know. I've just ended my own career. Oh, well. Uh, right, look, aside that, just whatever you do, please go and vote because it is important, whatever you're deciding to do. If you're American, of course, if you're Canadian or Scottish, you don't care. Or maybe you do. Hooray! I don't know. But either way, we've got no say in it, so it makes no difference to me. Um, right. Coming up, we're going to talk about Facebook hardware. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to be telling you about some new toys I've been buying, so stick around for that. Uh, I'll be telling you about two things in particular. Yeah, you wouldn't think Facebook for hardware, but yes, we're going to get into that next here on Double Tap Canada. If you want to get involved, 844-971-1999 is the number. You can text that number as well, and you can email us feedback at ami.ca. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Hey guys, you want to get in touch? You can. 1-844-971-9999 is my number. Uh, you can also get in touch with us on email, feedback at ami.ca. And we're on Twitter at Double Tap Canada. I think we're on Facebook as well. I never go on Somewhere. Facebook. Sarah, I'm, 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 I'm going to talk this week all about Facebook hardware, and I rarely ever go on Facebook. <laughs> I don't understand this. Um, yeah, I want to talk about two things I bought this week. Are, are you surprised I've been buying anything? No. Is anybody surprised? Is this, is this buy- something that's, uh, that predated me, this this buying problem of Steve? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been going on for oh, a while. It's always yeah. been there. There's been various interventions, but you just can't stop him. You know, I get these texts every once in a while from Stephen that say, you're going to hate me. And I'm expecting something show related, like, oh, this is gonna we're gonna have to retape this segment or this is gonna have to be redone or or I've messed this up, I deleted a file. But no, it normally means that he he's going to encourage me to spend money. And it works every time. How is your <laughs> MX keys from Mac keyboard from Logitech, Mark? I hate Amazon one day delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse here because in the UK you get same day. In some cases, even within like a few hours, you get delivery, and it is just ridiculous. The things, and I've often, I, I almost feel like I'm testing it because way back at the beginning, when Amazon Prime now was launched in the UK, you could buy a MacBook at 10 a.m. and it'd be with you by 1 p.m., which was just ridiculous. And I just wanted to buy a MacBook just to see if that happened. <laughs> Yeah, but you know that's just for you, don't you? I mean, no yes. one else gets that service. They're just waiting outside I, 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 your door. I clearly do not get that service. That's a great service. The best I get is next day by 9 p.m., maybe, if I'm lucky, if I ever order by the cutoff. But, uh, yeah, it's just that you'll get it. Whatever. It'll happen. Can I, can, I, can I throw something in here since we're talking about shopping on Amazon? It's something that I keep forgetting to do myself, but there's a service that used to be called Ebates. It still exists um, if you go to ebates.ca. If you sign up for Ebates and you then go to the retailer of your choice, in this case Amazon, you end up making a pretty good amount of money cash back. It's all through their kind of referral program. But you do yourself a favor, especially before you start shopping for Black Friday in the U.S. or, or, or whatever it is for Christmas, go sign up for Ebates and get yourself some money back. I've already made about $100 based on the stuff that I've purchased. I'm <gasps> Stephen Scott, and I approve that message. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm all for that. I mean, money back is good. I like money back. I'm actually loving the... Uh, the returns thing now with Amazon, where you send it back, and what they do is they say to you, well, we can refund it to your card, but that'll take, like, you know, seven days. Or you could just refund it straight away to your Amazon account. And, of course, inevitably, <laughs> I just hit that and, and uh, get the money back onto my account. I sent something back this week, actually. Uh, today, in fact, um, Mark was on, on the call with me earlier, and I said, sorry, Mark, I need to go because there's a guy at the door. And, you know, in fact, it was a girl, sexist. And um, she was at the door, and she was, was she? Uh, saying, "Yeah, she was. She was really sexist." He's shaming himself. It's ridiculous. Um, and uh, yeah, no. So I get the parcel away, and then about two minutes later, I get this email from Amazon saying, "Hey, you know, uh, you've got uh, you got a refund." Yeah, the, like, second, okay, the second the second they see a stuff. tract, the second they see a tract with a carrier, especially if you arrange it through them, you get that money back right away. 
Do you think you could send them back an empty box at that point? Ooh, well, we can't possibly say. <laughs> I wouldn't try that, but I'll, but I'll tell you a really quick story. When I bought something and I ended up getting the wrong items because some robot in a warehouse must have mispicked something, it took me six months to get that money back. Wow. Wow. Six months repeating myself probably two dozen times. Uh, so, you know, I, I now take pictures of myself opening up every package when it comes in, just in case for some reason I get the wrong item. At least I have some kind of photo evidence. That's really weird. Yeah, no, no. It's kind of weird. You know what? I ordered, really I ordered a camera, and I ended up getting a scale, a oh. training band, and vitamin supplements. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't some kind of message coming towards me. Clearly. I get the message yes. loud and clear, but that's they not what you I ordered. Were a middle-aged woman. That's yeah. the <laughs> Clearly not what I ordered. <laughs> well, uh, two things that did arrive from that store. If it wasn't from that store, because I, I probably was, because I buy everything from there pretty much. But, uh, yeah, I got myself two things this week. One was uh, something – it was actually Mark's fault. I blame you for this, oh, and I blamed on. you on Dave with, uh, now with what Dave on this morning. What do now? Because, well, so you bought yourself an Oculus Quest 2 VR headset. I absolutely did. Selfish. And it yes. made me want one. And I think we were, did we say Just. last week or was it a week before? <laughs> yeah. Was it last week or week before where we were talking about it and you guys said, well, don't, you know, you can't really see that well, so it's probably pointless. And I was thinking, yeah, great, you know, kick the blind guy. But actually, <laughs> I kind of thought, do you know what, maybe, maybe... It's no use to me, but I'll buy this thing and, and it'll be completely pointless. But because Mark had got one and because I'd had a lot of good things about it. How is this on me? I've, well, I've decided it's on you. That's what I'm telling my wife. Just go with it. So, yeah. it's all Mark's fault. Wingman. Exactly. Uh, or woman. Sexist. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So, he's terrible, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, I get this Oculus Quest I... to thinking that, hey, do you know what? This is going to be uh, terrible. Um, not going to see it very well. I was really, really surprised at uh, how much I was actually able to see. Now, bear in mind a couple of things here, and I've got to be very clear on this. Um, I can really get that the images are the key, right? I mean, obviously, you're in this virtual environment. There's lots of images, lots of world to explore. Uh, but there's a lot of text you have to read along the way. That can be a challenge, uh, especially... Yeah, well, that's, that was I'm my a- kind of thought, because the very first few moments... Very first thing you have to do when you're setting it up is you have to give Facebook a code so that you can link it to your account, and there's a number that comes up on the screen. But it's tiny. Did you find that, Mark? It's very small. I did, I did find it small. And I also, because you're, it's spatially aware, if you move your head the wrong direction, you lose it, and you lose track of where everything is um, while you're doing it. So, yes, it was small. But, Welcome to our world, Mark. Yes, but... but life. But it also, like real life... If you're struggling to see it because it's too far away, you can go closer. And I didn't realize this at first. It was I'd, Once I'd got past this point, I had to get someone to help me with getting that number. But once I got past that point, I was in uh, this setting where, you know, everything's in front of you. So you, you feel like you're sitting in front of a control center. There's all these uh, menus and such like around you and things you can press, buttons you can press. And I was struggling to read what they said, but I was able to move my head closer as I would in real life. And I was getting up close to it, and I was able to see it. Now, this is something that I couldn't do with the PlayStation Virtual Reality headset, because it just didn't... Well, partly because of the way it's built. You have to be within view of this little camera on your TV that you have to put up there. Yeah. Whereas with this, because it's completely, you know, built to this... You know, the whole thing's built in, and this is the key point I'll get to, is that, you know, this this is an all-in-one headset. No wires, no cabling to fall over, just everything else. Um, 
and it's great. I, I'm really, really impressed by it. The picture quality is very good. Yeah, it's quite um, good on this one, especially compared to the previous generation. Well, they say 50% better yeah. graphics on it. So, yeah, I mean, all-in-one device, very good. And I, I don't really know what amazing VR is. Because if you read the gaming websites, they're like, yes, it's good, you know. I mean, it's, it's good for your en yeah, entry level. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, but I don't know what would be better than this. <laughs> Other than maybe graphics, I guess. But I, 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 they, they all look okay to me. Um, I probably don't quite realise, if I'm honest, how much I can't see in that world. But I can see enough to do what I need to do. I think, truthfully, I'm not going to be playing any major games because anything where th things are coming at me and jumping on me or you know trying to shoot me will survive. Will will manage to to do that, and I will be killed within the first five seconds of whatever it is is going on. Um, yes. But yeah. But <laughs> what the, was the, what was the first experience um, that you you did with the actual headset? And I, I'm probably guessing that it's it's the roller coaster. I did the roller coaster. Yeah, you did the roller coaster. I loved the roller coaster. Yeah. And do you know what? I felt sick at the end of it. Uh, like you would never. Oh, roller sounds roller really fun. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. I'll rush out and buy one <laughs> now. It's a good time. There's, there's oh, a, it was you know good what? fun. Way back when, when before before the Quest existed, um, Samsung had the Gear VR that you had to stick your phone oh, into. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the first real experience at any kind of virtual reality. And they had this, and I'm sure it still exists. And you know, someone's listening out there is going to say, "Oh, I know what that is." Um, it's this experience where you you basically you're in an elevator. And it's a glass floor, and it's a glass elevator, and you keep going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And it stops every once in a while and says, are you sure you want to go? Because at this point, people get freaked out. And, and the sensation of height is just so freaky how real it is. Even though it's cartoony and, you know, there's nothing really beneath you, but you just, the same way you got sick on the roller coaster, this one just scares the heck out of you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It doesn't have to be even... I mean, the roller coaster wasn't really reality. I mean, I think it was the same. I think it was a cartoon style. You know, it was it was animated. It wasn't real. Uh, but it was still very... The sensation was real. The, obviously, you don't get the... This, your brain just tricks you into thinking you're there. And that's what's wonderful about virtual reality. But, you know, Sean, I know lots of people are going to be saying, okay, this is great if you've got lots of great vision. Um, how does a visually impaired person enjoy this? Well, I think it depends on your level of vision. And I think if you've got, you know, I've got the luck of having, okay, terrible vision, but actually all-round vision, um, yeah. that does help, right? So I've got the ability to see through both eyes, and I say that because my wife doesn't. She only has the use of one eye. So she does get a bit of the experience, but it's not quite the same because she's not getting the depth that you get, obviously, with stereoscopic vision. So, you know, and that's obviously a major part in this. And I guess, you know, if you, and I obviously have the issue where I've got one eye slightly worse than the other, so therefore, you know, there's a bit of a balance issue goes on. It throws the 3D out a little bit, doesn't it? Does it does a little bit, yeah. But, but I get the sense of it, and, you know, I get the enjoyment out of it. Now, for someone who's totally blind, would I recommend this? No, I don't think I would. I know that I'll, I have a bunch of people you know, who'll probably be listening to this and thinking, well, there are ways and there are reasons why you might want to buy one of these if you're totally blind, because it's not all about the visuals. But in order to set it up and use it, I don't you buy need that. the visuals. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. I've heard that a few times. You know, it's it's not just about the visuals because obviously you have that. It is about that immersion, like the both of you said. You don't need photorealistic mm. graphics running at 120 frames per second because you're immersed because of the response time of when you turn your head 
it feels like the world is turning with you and you know mm-hmm. acting and reacting as it should it's all about that and i get this audio aspect of it as well you got stereo spatial you know 3d audio so that for us is important obviously the most important but when it comes to a virtual reality headset it is it is basically at the moment this could change but it is all about the visual immersion i think now that's not to say as you said it, that it's totally useless to anyone with low vision it does depend on your sight and what you've got but um yeah i no i, I think virtual reality has a sorry i'm speaking Nonsense. the truth it, no, look, it's early days for VR. It's still early days. I think accessibility will come along, and uh, once once the more developers get their hands on it, maybe we will see some more, um, I don't know, accessible games on it. But currently, yeah, it's all right, Stephen. You're lucky no, enough I, to have a go on it, and I, I get it, but uh, yeah. I'd like to see how many... How often you use it, and you know, for how long. Is this going to be in the tech drawer in a month? Probably, yes, but that's not, that doesn't mean anything. You would uh, definitely... Uh, <laughs> I'm not that kind of. I'm that kind of guy, though. That's that's different. That's, that's nothing to do with anything. Um, but no, I, I take your point though about the the usage by someone who's blind, because actually, like I said earlier, it's about the setup process as well. And if you can't do that, and you you know you need help with all that, that maybe okay. If you maybe get by all that, then fair enough. Maybe there are a few games, but it's a lot of money to spend. Three hundred and ninety nine dollars Canadian uh, starting yeah. price, and that's for the sixty four gig version. Now, I chose that one. I think, did you do that as, as well, or did you buy the more expensive one, Mark? I did the same, because uh, when I got the original Quest, which happened okay, right around when lockdown started, and I was looking for stuff for the kids to do, because we were stuck at home, um, I got the 64 gig, and I realized very quickly that it, it wasn't using too much memory, so it was it was fine. Yeah, I, I felt that I probably don't need to get the 256 gig version because I can just take the the games off I'm not using I'm not using enough to be you know in that situation so 399 for the 64 gig version 549 for the 256 gig version Oof. so it's not, so not a one expensive. two eight no there's not, not 128 no, just that's the two strange. strange actually yeah. but so uh, mark as, as someone who who's who can use these to their full potential sorry stephen Thanks. but <laughs> what do you think of the shaming. quest <laughs> Um, I, I think it's 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 a very fun immersive experience. It's um, my kids love the Star Wars games where you can actually battle uh, with lightsabers and actually do lightsaber and Jedi training, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. There are great sports games, for example, tennis that I love playing. And you actually you actually work up a sweat using these, um, which is kind of cool because you know I don't Beat really saber. do that. Okay, well, Be- might be, uh, Beat Saber is another one that's fun. It's definitely fun. I uh, need a lot of coordination for that. Um, Steven and I have been playing with Immersed VR, which allows you to actually control your existing computer screens in virtual reality. You can have up to, what is a five screen, Stephen, I think it is? Yeah, that's right. I was doing but that before the show. That's the interesting that thing, though, because yeah. you, can get, you can do so much more than just gaming on it. And I think that's the bit that a lot of people think it's just about games. And, I, and, I use know, it for YouTube and Netflix. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll lie in bed and throw the headset on and just watch Netflix. See, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is pretty. I mean, you've got, and it's actually a really nice environment, PSVR, uh, that I, my first experience of virtual reality. When you, when you opened up the Netflix app, all it did really was just put a big giant screen in front of you with nothing else. Just a kind of black. Fantastic. Yeah, maybe that's good. Yeah, but for me, I felt it was, I mean, it was great at the time. But now, when I go on to, uh, you know, the Oculus Quest VR, I put on the headset and I'm inside this lovely room. Uh, you know, I've got, there's a cup of tea on the table. It's all very bizarre. But it's just kind of nice. Uh, and I like it. And I, I like this, the, the way that they've done it. So, 
Yeah, I think it's a very enjoyable thing. Also, there's a lot of opportunity for fitness. I mean, obviously, I'll not touch any of that. No. But, you know, there's fitness opportunity. Um, there's meditative stuff on there. Uh, experiences as well. So, you know, I, I mean, I think about right now, we can't travel anywhere. We can't go anywhere. So you can go on virtual tours. And the only thing I'm excited about, I'm excited about it in one way. I'm also nervous because I think, will everything be read out? Will it all be accessible? And I think that's where some of the accessibility could be useful, Sean. Because, for example, one of the experiences is uh, walking around Anne Frank's house in Amsterdam. So, you know, you, you go there and you experience it virtually because you can't go there now, I guess. Um, I don't know if we can. Probably not. Probably completely locked down. I have no idea. Uh, but... Um, you can go there, you can walk around, but, but from what I'm hearing is people saying, yeah, but there's a lot of text you've got to read. Instantly, that's a no-no. So yep. you to, there's those kind of things. I think if they could just add voice to that, if they could make that experience more rounded for everybody, uh, then it might be better. But no, I think it's a great piece of kit to play with. Uh, not the only piece of uh, Facebook tech, though, I bought this week. And oh. I am surprised. I am surprised this week I'm talking about Facebook hardware. It wasn't really what we were going to do. We were going to talk about the Oculus Quest. And then I was going to spend 20 minutes telling you how great this mug that I bought is. Um, Facebook didn't oh. make that. Well, not that I'm aware of. Maybe <laughs> the they Facebook did. Facebook mug. The Facebook <laughs> mug, um, which is what I am now, buying all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, the other thing I bought this week was a Facebook portal. Uh, Ooh, now this is uh, more interesting to me. Yes, I think this is interesting to everybody. I think it should be. Now, interestingly, there haven't been a lot of accessibility audits, if you like, of this particular piece of hardware. I think a lot of people are nervous to buy it because they think, well, is it going to be accessible? Let me explain what it is first. Well, it essentially is a video conferencing system. <laughs> it's just a, it's really designed purely for one job, and that's for video conferencing. can do other stuff, but really it is about you know connecting to people on Facebook Messenger, also, it links through WhatsApp as well, so you can yeah, have WhatsApp videos, WhatsApp group, uh, group video conversations. Um, they've added support recently for Zoom, which is interesting, so you could do your Zoom calls on it. And the thing about it is it's built with the intention of being exactly that, a video conferencing system, which takes care of the lighting, which takes care of the camera position. And that's another thing, because the camera positioning is all automatic. Uh, we saw the Amazon Echo Show, the new version of the Echo 10, Echo Show 10, uh, it has this ability to move the screen around. So if you move from one side of the kitchen to the other, it will just follow you around the room. Well, this does similar. The whole unit stays still, so stays static, but the camera itself actually moves. Um, if it senses two people in the shot, it will widen the shot to include the two of you. Um, and all of that works really well. It, it is just really smooth. You don't have to do any setup on that part of it. It just does it all. Uh, like I say, the lighting is good as well. That's another thing because... You know, a lot of the times when you're connecting with a terrible camera on your on your you know awful laptop that the office has given you, and you've got this terrible webcam that barely you know it's just a horrible image of it. Uh, the sound is terrible. All of that. Well, all that goes away. And now the one I chose was the Facebook Portal 15.6 inch screen. Um, Top of the line, of course. Wow. Well, I thought let's go for the one with the big screen because in case I can't see it, there are other options. There's a 10 inch and an 8 inch. Um, I'd call it picture frame style. Um, yeah. Same kind of idea as a picture frame, and that's kind of how it acts when it's not uh, being used. Um, and then there's also the TV version, which I'm kind of intrigued by because yeah, that's I'm, interesting to me. Yeah, because it, I guess it won't be. It's not touchscreen, so I don't know how that'll work. It must come with a remote, or maybe it's controlled by an app. I, I don't know. Um, 
But the, the Facebook portal is touchscreen as is, uh, and all the line are from the 10 inch and 8 inch kind of photo frame style to this kind of bigger uh, screen. Um, a couple of the benefits about buying the bigger one, obviously you have the larger screen. Uh, you've got the ability to go portrait or landscape because you can just spin the screen round to whichever way you nice. want and you physically move the screen around. And there's a satisfying clunk when it's, you know, in whatever position you've chosen. Uh, the speaker on it is incredible. And uh, the microphone is very good. I mean, you know, we were on a call, Mark. You tell me. You, you were the first person I called on it. You seemed pretty... You thought I was, was very imp- I was very impressed by the uh, by the audio quality, the video camera. I, I, and, I and, like and the wide AR angle features. as well, wasn't it? Wide angle as well, yep. so you you really you could see the whole room, um, which was great. So you know, obviously, when you're in that environment, you have to remember to tidy up if you're going on a video conference call. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it was it was it sounded very good. Now you mentioned the AR features. I'll talk about that in a minute because I really want to focus in first on the one thing which blew me away, frankly, and I don't say this lightly. I normally, you know, most guys know, uh, most of you guys know, I, I buy a product, I play with it for a while, get bored, and move on, or sell it to Sean, right, or whatever. Um, I'm not complaining. And, no, I know, because <laughs> he always gets a knockoff price, right? A knockdown <laughs> price. Let's get that. Let's get that right. Um, but you know, this one, I, I think, is going to be on my desk for a while for one simple reason: accessibility. Now, for those of you who think, okay, how accessible are we talking here? Well, bear in mind, this is running off an Android operating system. And it's got, this version I've got anyway, has got a fairly beefy processor, I think, because it's very swift. Um, It's a nice experience. Uh, When I turned on the, the machine at first, I just held two fingers on the screen, flat on the screen, waited, and then it told me to to keep holding onto the screen and uh, TalkBack would be enabled. And it was, and I was kind of expecting a horrible voice and, you know, not to read half the screen. Um, I think back to the first time I ever opened up the Google Nest Hub and, you know, I got um, 6.4.3.1.6. You know, .php. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was just garbage. Uh, what is this? Instantly, beautiful voice, so clear, um, and reading everything. And Going a little bit further, if I'm honest, not just, you know, yes, it reads everything on the screen. You can swipe around left and right. You can get to know everything. You can, everything's labeled. All the buttons are labeled. Everything's there. Everything works. Everything talks the way it should. But even simple things like when you turn the volume up and down, it tells you that you've pressed that button. When you turn the camera off, it tells you, audibly tells you the camera's off. It's giving you all the information you would want, and it's doing it in a really nice way pleasant way and you can adjust the voice you you can go into accessibility settings you can adjust the voice the rates uh not the actual voice itself you seem to only have one choice there at the moment but i'll forgive that because truthfully the voice is fine um it's a male voice in the uk other parts of the world may be different but uh that's what we get here and it's just really nice it's really nice easy and, and it made the setup process so much easier i was f- able to fully set it up one thing i loved was when I had to connect, I think, my Facebook account to the device. Again, you get a code that comes up on the screen. Now, normally, as you know yourself, Sean, when you're on a screen reader, when you go to something like a code or anything with a, a bunch of letters and numbers together, it just reads it all as one. Yeah. So I'll just say 9.916N432. It just reads it all. <laughs> Every single experience from the uh, Facebook app connecting my Zoom account, connecting, I think it was one other account I connected to, I can't remember offhand what it was. 
every one of them it read every single letter or number individually. So I don't know how that's done necessarily. I don't know if they just put a space between them. I don't know. But either way, it made it fully accessible. So you could just swipe nine, swipe N, swipe five, and just and then you know type it in on, nice. on your phone. So really, and because it used that system, it was so much easier to connect. WhatsApp was even easier because it requires the QR code in the same way you would set up WhatsApp web or desktop. So you just get the QR code, you've connected, you're on. Um, yeah. And it, it, you can obviously connect all your Facebook contacts. You can yeah, give as much away as you want in regards to how much you know you put up on Facebook when you use this thing. Um, <clears throat> I just think there's so much to it uh, that was that was that was great, and the, the accessibility was amazing. Now, once we get past that, once it's all set up, and I've you know, stopped crying because I'm so happy it's accessible, <laughs> I then make a call to Mark, and we start mucking around with the settings. And again, there's lots of buttons and things you can press. And a call, you, especially if you use Facebook to call through Messenger, you can do lots of things. And we were mucking around with the AR, weren't we? We were trying out some ridiculous things. Your beard, we added a beard, we added a hat, a couple sunglasses, and basically, uh, you know, kind of emoji type things that we have on the uh, on the iPhone. But uh, me cycling uh, was probably the most. Yes, fun of that the was fun because as you moved left and right, it moved. On the screen, you cycling in the <laughs> big the helmet. That's the only time you get to see him cycling. <laughs> With the helmet on and everything. It was Safely. <laughs> um, also, there was one where I was skydiving. I think that amused you. That was fun because the lips start flapping and the, it alters the voice at the same time to make it seem like you're in a wind. Um, That's worth it. I want one. It, it is quite fun. We should, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, is it near you there? It's not. It's, it's not plugged in oh, deliberately because I do want to start talking all over the place. But actually, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to do something on this for, for Double Tap TV, aren't we? We've got to show people how. Oh, this we've got works. to. We've got, got to do a show on it because it's, it's just great. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed by it, Sean. I, I, and if I'm honest, I wasn't expecting the level of accessibility and uh, the fun no. factor that came with it as well. Well, there's two things to this, isn't there? There's the does anyone actually need a device which is primarily at least is is for video calling video conferencing i mean arguably in the situation we're in now yes it's you know it's ideal but yeah. um for me to shine the accessible devices uh, well exactly that's right yeah and, and of course it's for people that's not really technical and you don't want to go to the app store download this for your phone or for your computer and sign in create an account i mean you know it's far easier with this hand-holding device so for people who aren't really into their tech it's great you know grandparents not to be uh, ageist or anything but you know mum and dad or whatever it's yeah. great um but aside from that the accessibility is is amazing because it isn't just a case of uh, well it's android you know we'll, we'll take android and muck around with it a little bit and just accessibility is built in anyway we won't really look at that it's just accessible by default by not by design you know but they've gone more than that like you said those little touches like uh like the codes being individually uh, separated out makes a huge difference and the amount of when you were describing this to me the amount of um little things like the, the, the stickers or the um, effects being labeled properly not just yeah. button button or sticker sticker but actually being labeled and telling you what they are it's almost that apple level of accessibility in um, something like iMessage you know where it tells you what the effect is when it's playing that sort of level makes you it, it it's obvious that accessibility isn't just ah it's just there in the background but it has been thought about and from facebook you know that's great 
So, yeah, I'm really excited by this. And one. it was advertised on their website. I mean, you know, I, I did look into this before I bought it because I thought, I'm not buying this if there's if it's not usable at all. And, yeah, it is accessible and it's, you know, it's got the, the everything built in, which is amazing. Um, it's got other features as well. So it's not just, obviously, the top back, which is the screen reader. It's got uh, zoom if you need it. Uh, there's color inversion if you prefer that. There's large text as well. You can increase the text size. Not not very far, but far enough. Not far enough for me, obviously, but it's it's good enough um I, I just i was really impressed i was i was blown away and uh yeah i mean there you go i mean two two devices from facebook um that if i'm honest before i got them i thought yeah this will just be it this will be a drawer piece of tech or i'll just be going back <laughs> you know back to the shop i was really yeah. really impressed so um but yeah but this is great for the family as well because there's lots of things on there for the kids I'm thinking about you mark you know with the kids and you know story time I don't really know how all that works oh. because I don't have children because I'm against them. Um, but uh, <laughs> just a slack and ball. But uh, yeah, it was my, me on my kids or kids in general. Uh, any kids, any kids. I'm not. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get personal about it. Um, but no, I. Um, <laughs> I just. I, I think for kids, this is going to be a great thing, you know. And especially right now, this is absolutely the time for these devices to shine. What will the new Amazon Echo Show 10 be like? Because it does also have accessibility. It also has the link up with Zoom. Um, I'll be interested to see how they compare when that eventually comes out. The one thing I'd love to see it get, and I'm sure it probably will come, is Microsoft Teams. Because I think if that came onto one of these devices, then wow, because uh, I'm on forever. I'm forever on Teams meetings these days, and I'm thinking, oh, it doesn't have Teams on it. It'd be great if it had Teams. Maybe it will. Hopefully, but there is an app store on it. You can get other things on it. Spotify. You can link up to other things. Um, you can listen to music and stuff. No Netflix. No. Oh. Um, you can get. I think you can get Netflix.com. I don't oh, quite right. understand yeah. that. Yeah, but you can get. A, but you have website. to download the website. It's all a bit weird on that front. Um, but look, <laughs> see it as a video conferencing a device. Yes, but like most things with Lady A, if it's not a native Amazon device, um, it doesn't have all the features. So drop-in won't work, announce won't work. Uh, essentially, those intercom features don't do it. Um, oh, but you can do everything else with the skill store and everything. So, yeah. Um, no, I was really, really impressed. Really impressed by it. So there you go. Anyway, you can tell us your thoughts. Maybe you've bought one yourself. Maybe you're thinking about them. Would you buy one of those? Would you want to get a, a device purely for video conferencing? I mean, it's, it seems a bit crazy, isn't it, to buy another device to do, you know, a thing that you've no, probably got like, 10 devices for, for. Not for me, I know, but you've got, you've got like 10 devices that can do it already. Why, why want more? Anyway, uh, we'll continue the conversation. We've got your feedback coming up as well. 844-971-1999 if you want to join the conversation. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're on Twitter at Double Tap Canada. And hey, we're on Facebook as well. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Marka Flalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. Hey, so this show is available as a podcast. You might be listening to it as a podcast right now. Hello to you from the podcast device. Uh, but, you know, there are other podcasts available from AMI, you know. Oh, yes. Uh, a new one just launched 
Uh, today, in fact, Thursday, October 29, uh, Low Vision Moments with Jenny Bovard. She was talking on uh, Now with Dave Brown uh, this morning, and we were uh, listening to her talking about it. It sounds really interesting. Low Vision Moments. It's all about the funny and potentially embarrassing experiences that happen in everyday life when you're blind or partially sighted. Um, like physical distancing with a post, because Jenny thought it was a person. How many times, Sean, how many times in our life have we done that? How many I've times? I've said sorry to posts, I've said sorry to mirrors I'm trying to get past. Yes, I've been there. I once um, was standing next to uh, a dog uh, waiting for a taxi. Um, the dog had kind of wandered over. The dog over. was waiting for a taxi? The dog was waiting for a taxi as well, yeah. We were both standing waiting. It's a very, very civilised society in Scotland, you know. And, um, yeah, we were standing there, and uh, there was a woman standing. She obviously had a dog with her, and so the dog's kind of sta- you know, sniffing about. So I kind of bent over, and I kind of patted the dog, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute. That's a strange feel. That's a strange dog here. What's going on? And then I realised, and as the woman is laughing her head off, uh, she says, oh, I'm so sorry, Stephen, I'm so, so sorry. She says, um, that's actually a jacket. Um, she put a jacket <laughs> over, like, a bollard. She'd obviously just left it there. I thought it was a dog, and I was patting it, and I was saying, good boy. Um, yeah, it was thoroughly embarrassing. <laughs> That's quite possibly the best one I've ever heard. Well done. That was ridiculous, yeah. I mean, how she knew my name was Stephen's more impressive. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into the feedback from this week. Uh, we've got lots to get through. And we start with a lovely lady who has some comments for us about uh, some things from... A uh, comment from Hugo uh, last week about uh, four-sided cassette players. Remember we talked about that last week? Or Hugo talked about it. And, uh, Mark, you were uh, intrigued as to how that all worked I, think, I well. think it took us, like, what, four days to figure out what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here, here's a lovely lady to tell us more. Well, I am listening to Comedy Hour again. <laughs> Are we Comedy Hour? I love your show. <laughs> it is very informative with a lot of humor. But mm. anyways, your four track. I'm kind of giving away my age, but the four track cassette were made for the blind on a specific playback cassette player that had tracks to change from one, two, three, two, 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 four. But anyways, they no longer exist because everything has been transformed over to digital. Digital. MP3 or Daisy players. So you guys are... Too young to know this. Yes, thank you. But anyway, like your show. Take care. Well, thank you very much, lovely lady. Uh, didn't give us her name, um, but uh, thank no, you for your comment. But she's a lovely lady. So she's that's a lovely, fine. lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's go to Michael, who got in touch with us on voicemail as well. Uh, here's what Michael had to say. Hey, it's Michael. That is one fancy person you have doing your voice recording. Wanted to uh, drop you guys a quick voicemail and address your notes question. (laughs) I am the accessing Android contributor on Kelly Co. Competition. uh, First and third Monday uh, of the month at about 11, 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2, 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, all right. Get on with it. One of the main reasons why I recently announced to Kelly Co. listeners that I switched back to the iPhone from Android is 
for that specific reason, I wasn't able to find a efficient way of keeping notes. Now, there, there are plenty of ways on Android to keep notes. But on the iPhone, I really missed an amazing app that I think your listeners should check out. It can be very complex if that's what you choose to do. But the premise is based on opening it and taking notes. That's it. Not hitting new, not saving a document. Just open, take your notes, and move on with your day. The name of the app is Drafts, and they do offer for free. Uh, there are some in-app purchases that, honestly, I don't remember what they are because I paid for it to support the developer, and so I have access to everything. Uh, so drafts might be a, a sufficient way for keeping notes, and even maybe you'll be able to get some notes in there. I am curious if Sean's ever tried it because it's it's one of those well-known apps, at least I thought, that I really enjoy using. Okay. The other app that I use... Oh. For adding events to my calendar, I don't necessarily like the way that it uh, shows the calendar, and maybe I need to learn how to use this better, is Fantastical. Uh, they mm. offer a free version as well, that and up a lot. they have a paid upgrade if you want more features. I do not pay for that app. Oop. But Fantastical has my favorite feature, and that is uh, na- natural language input. Oh, I like which that. Which means you could say something like, Call Double Tap online on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, I think. And when you add that in, then it will add that to your calendar every Thursday at 8 p.m. No fiddling around with trying to enter the dates or change things on your iPhone. And the add button is in the bottom right-hand corner. Finally, what got me super excited about being back from the iPhone is shortcuts and the power that third-party apps are providing to shortcuts. Bored. Uh, Amazing. Stay tuned to and I don't know, maybe if you guys want me to, I can come on and talk to, to Double Tap listeners about some of this stuff, too. Oh, Once again, yes. this is Michael, and hopefully those apps help you guys out with your numbers. So, so oh. is he, wait, wait, so oh, he's the Android expert on Kelly & Co.? He, he would appear to be, but he just said he switched back to iOS. Yeah, so I don't know how that works. Is that like, you know, <laughs> biting the hand that feeds you a little bit? You know, uh, I'm the Android expert, but I, so um, I, think I like those apps, is, though. I like those apps. I think what's happening is I think Michael has, you know, mm. realized he prefers the iPhone. Uh, he can't, therefore, you know, pretend he's the Android guy anymore. So he's looking for a new gig before, you know, Kelly and co. find out. Oh, so they I don't know what's going on. They don't know I yet. I think he's no. simpler than that. I think he just prefers double tap. That's, that's well, that makes perfect sense to me. Absolutely, um, yes. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I have drafts on iOS um, because, Michael, from what you were saying there, it made it. it, it I, I took from it anyway was that you didn't think it was available on iOS. Um, but yes, I, I have it on iOS and it is very accessible. It does seem like a really nice app, but I just don't have a need for taking notes that often. So oh, we know that I, I have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the same for the calendar as well. I don't really have a need for it, so I haven't really dived into it. But yeah, Drafts is really good. Uh, it's far better than the uh, native Notes app. On Shortcut, shortcuts are fun too on iOS. No, they're not. No, they are. It's just awful. What a waste of time. Then what are you Who talking about? It's like routines in Alexa. No, Ooh, I said, I said, it. I said it. No, oh, no. Don't say Bad the boy. name. Sorry. Sorry. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I saw the light, saw the light light up, and I'm like, no! <laughs> 
No, but I've, I've created really cool routines where I say, like, good morning, and, and it turns the lights oh, on. It tells brilliant. me the weather, the temperature, the, the commute to my office says four steps. And, me, me, um, me, 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 me. Yeah, that's okay, boring. Be Can't be bored with it. It's terrible. <laughs> Fantastical sounds interesting, though. But I must Turning my mic one. off. <laughs> At, about time. Right, okay, let's get another uh, voicemail. In fact, I've got a text in. I think we've got a text. You still talking to us, Mark? You got. <laughs> we need you. We need you now. We need your eyes. Oh, so- sorry. What? 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 <laughs> we've got a text in from Renee, I think. Hello, Stephen, Sean, and Mark. Great podcast. Just installed a video doorbell three. Love the tutorial from Sean about the Rapid Ring app. Way easier to use and very streamlined. Unfortunately, it wasn't Stephen who recorded that segment. Uh, thank you and keep up the awesome job, Renee and GTB Guide Dog Charade from Wisconsin. Wow. Oh, um, thank you, Renee and Charade. That's very good. I'm, I'm glad it helped. Yeah, it, it really does. It makes a difference. I love Rapid Ring. I, tell, I, I don't think a lot of people even know that even exists. I had no idea until you told me. I well, had no idea you? that was it, there. It makes no sense that it they've got a, a separate app that works better than, than the their main original app. app. Yeah, I know. yeah, it's ridiculous. Because I thought works. at first this was like some kind of you know VI friendly app, you know, just for us. Yeah, but like it, yeah, no, no, but it's not it's for anyone. It's official. It? Yeah, yeah, bizarre. Um, okay, let's go back to the iPhone event. Tiffany's been in touch. I always feel better when I hear from Tiffany. Hi, guys. This is Tiffany. You can play this on your show. Um, so I actually did get to watch the Apple event last week where they had all the new iPhones released with the audio description this time. It was, it was yes. kind of neat to finally hear that. And I think you're right. They finally got one for every price range, every hand size, every <laughs> because from what I understand with the new one, there's only, what, a couple inch difference between the different models. And I would actually maybe consider the 12 Mini but the only thing is, I bought my eight back in December because mm. I moved, had to switch phones because my success crashed, and cheapest I could get was the eight. So I'm gonna keep that until I think the contract renews every two years. So then maybe next year I'll upgrade. Who knows? Um, Who knows? The voice control. I haven't used it for a while, but it used to work with voiceover. I only know because sometime last year, I don't remember when it was. I did a live demo for my tech group on Facebook every now and then I'll go live on there and demonstrate how to do things with voiceover or whatever and it used to work so I don't know why that's changed I haven't played with it for a while but it used to work and I haven't used the Bronote Touch but I know with the Bronote Apex you could use it by itself with the built-in calculator, word processor, internet browser Mm. and then you could put it into the terminal mode and use Mm -hmm. it with your iPhone so I yep. would assume you could with the Bruno touch. But, yep. Um, who knows? So. Yeah. Well, no yeah, one knows. I guess that's it. But look. Here's the thing. Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, th- this takes me back to the horror show that was uh, my answers to that last week where I said, absolute garbage. And Sean corrected me. <laughs> and I never want to relive that moment again. So, Tiffany, never bring it up again, okay? I thought you were cutting her a little bit short there, but now I totally understand why. Yes. <laughs> Don't remind me of my fails. Um, so, yes. Uh, okay, so look, um, some interesting stuff in there. I mean, the iPhone 12 mini, if I'm honest, um, I- I'm still I'm still undecided, guys. I'm still no, undecided. come on. There's, there's nothing there that draws us in, is there? If you're... I mean, the only reason for 
upgrade into a 12 really is if you are on an older phone you're due an upgrade but if you're on a 10 or 11 i can't think of any reason why to why you would want to jump over to the 12 and you've actually had your hands on a 12 Stephen. well yes because i bought one for my wife so here's the thing, right? I buy her, I buy her an iPhone 12, and I say, you know, here you go, you've got a new iPhone 12. And of course, everyone's jumping around, I've got an iPhone 12, I've got an iPhone 12. My wife hasn't even picked this thing up yet. Um, <gasps> and she's just like, yeah, whatever, I've got this 10S, it's fine. So, um, yeah, I don't know if she's really into it yet. I'm guessing Take not. Yeah, no, <laughs> send it back. More refunds, please. <laughs> um, I, d- I just, I don't know. I'm still swithering. I love the idea of the iPhone 12 mini, and I, I fear if I get my hands on one, I'll probably want one that's the problem but what i've got at the moment is i've got an 11 pro and i've got this i've got this dilemma at the moment you guys will know uh, i think it's actually mark's fault i think it's again again it's what? Fault. again yeah again mark, pick on mark on, day pick on mark yeah day. exactly uh you, you know you made me sign up to the beta didn't you and uh, so i've, I've got uh, I've, I've now no. got 14.2 ios 14.2 on my iphone se yeah so i tried to set up my iphone 11 pro but it says, oh, you can't use your iCloud backup because you've got iPhone uh, iOS 14.2, so you have to wait till that's released, and then you can set up your 11 Pro. So mm. I'm stuck. I can't, up- I can't update my phone, and I don't know what happens if I delete, if I just reset my iPhone SE because I guess it's going to put it back to 14.1, and then my iCloud backup won't work. So I'm kind of stuck. Oh, it'll, it'll be fine. Just reset it. Don't worry about it. Just oh, yeah, no and problem. start yeah. again. I'm sure we had this yeah, discussion before, yeah. And I ended up with no phone for about two weeks. Um, Let me no, just I, say I, as I'm well, intrigued. voice control, Tiffany, um, still isn't working, even with the latest 14.1 official release of iOS. Voice mm. control, because I tried it specifically because I want to use it again, still isn't working properly with voiceover. It's a disgrace, Apple. Sort it out. Is it working on the yeah. beta, Stephen? Yeah, Stephen, is it? Have you tried it? No. I don't, I'm not lazy like him. He uses voice control so he doesn't have to pick up his phone. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> so look, it's a really it's a really cool feature. It can be really useful for when you're walking down the street and your phone's in your pocket. You can just open apps and you know hit play buttons and things like that. It's great. And um, when are yeah, you it's outside? A real shame. Well, okay, if it's in your pocket in the shed, you can get it. (laughs) You find a flaw in my ideal. Yeah, just a bit. Um, Look, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. 844-971-1999. Leave us a voicemail. We will look forward to hearing from you on next week's Double Tap Canada. You can email us, feedback at ami.ca. Don't forget that you can uh, catch us on Twitter as well. Uh, Read all of our thoughts during the week at Double Tap Canada. And we're also on Facebook as well. Um, Mark, I'm we should do a moratorium this week and no more spending for one more week, okay? No more uh, spending. Does that count tomorrow? Uh, can, can it start on Saturday? Okay, Saturday. All right, fine. Saturday. <laughs> all right, Saturday. I guess got fine. some deliveries arriving tomorrow. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like going to the gym. It's always tomorrow. It's always tomorrow, yeah. Uh, Sean, Mark, guys, thank you again. We'll catch you next week for another Double Tap Canada. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. No, no. No, no thank, thank you. you. Thanks thank for you. listening, and keep your feedback thank coming. You. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't bye wait bye. till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Catch you again next time. Thank you. Thank you.
Idiots. <laughs> this was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.